The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. Joining me today is Jim from the Film Rage podcast. Uh, I've run the ad a couple times, I've endorsed it, I wholeheartedly endorse it, it's a great great program. Uh, say hi! <laughs> hey, hey! How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for coming on today. And uh, so, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I'm sorry, brain fart. Um, why don't you tell everybody like a little bit about fart. the show? <laughs> <laughs> well, our podcast is called Film Rage, and we're focused specifically on finding films that are brand new released to cinema as our ultimate goal. If, if we were in a perfect world and things were coming out fast and furious, we would try and get to like between three and five movies a week so that we can actually review them first and then bring to you the listeners, the loyal listeners, the lovers of film that um, this, is, uh, this is what you should and shouldn't see. Uh, because we haven't been living in a world of stuff coming into cinemas, then uh, we've been throwing a lot of stuff from uh, streaming services. So it's new releases. And then, you know, we have a few different segments where we do like to do some things like shit talk about directors and actors. And also we um, we have a section where we like to just have it get our rage out for the week. So it's a lovely thing. I, I, I it's it, therapeutic. I was say it's therapeutic. Plus, uh, that way I can find out go in forearmed into certain things before I spend money to watch them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, because I'm cheap and I don't like to be disappointed. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> or that, at least to be, of... be prepared to be disappointed. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, and, you know, that's ultimately why we wanted to do it. And, you know, we have loyal listeners that like they they sit more in my camp or they'll sit in Bryce's camp who are, you know, the main host. But now Murray's taking over a bigger host role. So there's Murray's now more of a we're more of a threesome or a three way, as we'd like to say. <laughs> and uh, so so Murray. Murray's has varies. Murray's very much the every man. His his favorite movies are action movies and superhero movies, and those are Bryce's and my least favorite movies. So, yeah, no, Murray, Murray is definitely definitely your uh, everyday Joe. Yep, absolutely. And there's been a few times where he's just like, "Yeah, I didn't want to watch that." I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna have one of these coming out this week because there's one i just said i refuse to see it because i already know i hate it so there's no <laughs> way i'm gonna go pay my 15 bucks in cinemas to see this movie yeah like yeah i there's i've had a few of those where i'm just like yep nope uh, maybe when it's streaming somewhere for free maybe yeah maybe maybe. maybe maybe i do and i have a few um actors and that I have that exact response from just like uh, hard pass. That's that's gonna be that's gonna be a no for me. <laughs> that's actually why we created our uh, our lists. If you go to our our website, we have I think we have a pretty robust website. So if anybody's it's filmrageyyc.com. And if you go to our website, 
and check out the lists page, we have a, a mesmerized list, which means that if the if the actor or actress is in the movie or other, I guess, um, non-specific is in the movie, then um, then they are going to take over the whole screen. Uh, then we have what we call the undoubted list, which means that if this person puts out a movie, it's going to be great and you should see it no matter what. We also have the flip of that, the doubted. So <laughs> people like uh, David Spade or John Travolta or um, <laughs> or Denise Richards or <laughs> Gerard Butler uh, or Demi Moore, that it's probably not going to be a good movie. And then we have a new list that was formed not that long ago called the repulsive list. Which is which is basically yeah. the reverse of the mesmerized list. That if they're on the screen, they repulse us in every single way. Yeah, I've, I, honestly, I've actually I've been trying to come up with a good mesmerize off. Nice. Well, if you can find you one, guys, and it's I, I, tough because we're well, trying to get people off. A lot of my now. knowledge is of movies is not like new stuff, so it's a lot harder for me to go. Let's see. Here's something that they probably haven't heard of before. Like I've got a one of these days. I'll get around to doing my. Here's my dares for you guys. I just have to remember, basically, because <laughs> I've got I've got a couple movies that are so god awful that if I ever hear somebody pull it out of the bag, I'm going to laugh and laugh <laughs> and just be like, they hate me now. <laughs> well, we, that's that's part of what we love it just, is making each other hate each other. So it's uh, it's it's a joyous good, thing. I'm, I'm looking forward to that day because because yeah. we've had a few times where. People are trying to be nice to us by giving us movies that are not good, and it's made Bryce even angrier. <laughs> That's not the point. That's not the point of this. We're supposed to hate this movie, and yeah. and there's a surprise coming up. So we had um, Bryce put a rule in place. I don't know how, how many years ago. It seems like when we first started, because um, the, there was um, the Life of David Gale, which stars. Oh God, my my main, my mind is shutting off. But there's a um, uh, Kevin Spacey's in it and Kevin Spacey mm-hmm. to me is mesmerizing even though he may be uh, not the greatest person of all time but when he acts he's pretty amazing and yeah. because he was in that movie Bryce said because to him that's the worst movie that's ever been made so we have this mm. rule now if, if the worst movie that's ever been made and there's someone in that movie they're not allowed to be on it so Christopher Walken <laughs> is in my movie that I consider the worst movie ever made but I have a I, I'm I'm doing a release right here with you now, Aaron. <laughs> I have literally just seen the worst movie ever made. And so really? we are now going to be able to add this is a surprise. So if people listen to your show and then they listen to ours, they're getting a surprise here that none of the rest of the film rage knows is that Christopher Walken will be going on the mesmerized list and we'll be able to, as Bryce says, take a whole bunch of people off our list because we can <laughs> have a mesmerize off and Christopher Walken wins almost every time. <laughs> Yeah, that, I I love Christopher Walken. So I, I don't know anybody who doesn't. I've never nope, met. Anybody. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, no. It's like remember we we talked earlier uh, before we started recording is a reason why you would think someone was completely deplorable and doesn't deserve to walk the face of the earth. They they actually said, you know what, that Christopher Walken guy. I don't think he's a good actor. It's like, no. What? What? And he's like, I'm, I'm going to need you to look that way real quick. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, come with me. I want to take you on a trip to the mountains. <laughs> I'd like to introduce you to my friend, Mr. Crevice. What? <laughs> Shut up and just take it like a, a, a man or whatever you are. 
Breathe out slowly and relax. This will be over (laughs) soon. But yeah, love love me some walking. (laughs) But um, yeah, like I actually, I've oddly enough, years and years ago, back in like ninety eight to like two thousand, I used to manage a little mom and pop video store. What? Oh yeah, (laughs) it was a. It was you know late late teens, early twenties. I just started out as a clerk, and then, like I said, it was a mom and pop place. So like the owners had day jobs and other stuff, and I uh, made some less than brilliant decisions about my life at the time. So I was like, yeah, I, I can I can I can run the store during the day, sure. And so I wound up managing this video store, and this is like right around the time DVDs started coming out, but the entire Ooh. store was still VHS, so. Nice. And we had like new releases would come in on Tuesdays, and we also had dollar rentals on Tuesdays, and a large adult section in the back. Uh, the curtain, the magic curtain. Yeah, the beaded curtain. Yep. I love <laughs> and, that. Uh, oh, I one of my favorite customers ever was this this old guy. I mean, he had to be seventy five or seventy seventy five somewhere in that ballpark, and um. He and I initially I thought I might be like highballing it because I was you know a kid at the time, so I asked one of our, one of the other uh, cashiers. I was like, "How old do you think he is?" And she's like, "Oh, he's got to be seventy. He's as old as my dad, easy." And I was like, "Okay, good. So it's not just me. This old guy would come in every Tuesday and rent an adult film, just one for just one for an hour. He would pick it up." And he would bring it back. And I was just like, and he, and he was, cause the way they were, or the way, way our system worked, the tapes had a little call number on them. Uh, so they wouldn't have to bring the adult box up to the front to get the film. Right. Yeah, cause all the films were behind the counter. So we didn't have like kids trying to steal them. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, Which makes sense. Yeah. So he would have, he would just come up and, you know, say the number. He wouldn't even go back in the room just because he would, it was just the next number up every yeah. day. Yeah. And if that marked. one happened to be out, it was, and so he was just going through the list and working his way through our adult film collection. And I finally, I finally let my curiosity get the best of me. And it was, you know, I'm 20, 21. How, how professional am I at that age? I was just like, dude, I got to ask. Every Tuesday you come in, you spend a dollar, you get an adult film for an hour. I'm like, you realize you have it for like all day and bring it back tomorrow and it would still only be a dollar. Like, I'm not trying to pry. And he's and he's like, well, see, I drop my wife off at the salon and I stop here and I get the movie. I go home. I watch the movie until it's time to take to go back and pick her up. And I come back and on the way to go pick her up, I drop it off. And I went, oh, oh, and. So he taught this is you just a our... valuable lesson about being married in the future. Yeah. And I'm like, so this is just between me and you. It's our little secret. Right. And he's like, eh, yeah, more or less. So, okay. And then I got to thinking, I'm like, still watching porn at seven. Good for you. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, isn't that Jeff Fox were these big line. Every, every old man in the nursing home walks around and says, I want a beer and I want to see something naked. I want a beer and I want to see something naked. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Loves and me some he's Fox not Ray. wrong. I'm pretty sure I'll be a dirty old man when I'm old too. Oh, well, if 
depending on who you ask, I'm already old, but I'm like, I'm not that freaking old. Shut up. I'll take the old. Yeah, we earn this old, buddy. Don't oh, yeah, don't, no, I... uh, don't discount our oldness as yeah, well, uh, we worked hard for this oldness. Yeah, and you should never underestimate the old guy because he got old for a reason. Otherwise, he wouldn't be around. That's, That's what right. I tell my kid and his friends. I'm like, don't get the wrong idea. Don't don't underestimate the old guys. We'll kick your ass. <laughs> we have money to be able to pay someone to kick your ass too. Yeah. So that's another big difference. Well, that's I, I'm well with my one son's friend. My son's one friend, I should say. I get my English in proper order here. My son's one friend is because uh, I only have one son. Otherwise, the context. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. Um, my son, one of my son's friends, he's a little knucklehead, you know, and they're in their early twenties now. And he's, he was, we were talking about something last summer. He's like, well, you know, pops, you might be slowing down. You might be losing a step there. I said, yeah, but you got to understand something. I'm old enough where I can afford lawyers and bail. I'm just going to shoot you. <laughs> and he got this look on his face and I was like, man. And on top of that, you're in my yard. <laughs> oh is uh so so you're you still live in illinois right yes sir and are you right in chicago uh no i'm about 48 miles outside of chicago and and is is illinois one of those states where you can shoot anybody that's on your lawn um yes and no okay uh, it's i love it's, this about the it's US. not as i'm gonna get some schooling here yeah, we're not uh, Illinois. Actually, as far as gun control laws, has some of the strictest gun control laws in the United States. Okay. Um, the general, and, and which is funny because, as far a little little schooling on Illinois, the state itself is pretty good sized. It takes about nine and a half hours to drive from the northernmost point to the southernmost point of the state. Yep. So decent sized chunk of land but once you get outside of the urban areas like the state capital in chicago which to the surprise of a lot of people that aren't from around here chicago is not the capital of illinois no. it is just the most populous city in illinois it also takes nine hours to get across chicago i learned that it the hard can, way. yes <laughs> <laughs> No, the I've, fucking I, toll road. There's it's like, been days. <laughs> it's, it's like the first time I drove through Chicago, it was like, what the fuck are these things? Like, I didn't even I didn't even hear what a toll road was. <laughs> and I'm driving through. And luckily, I had like like a roll of quarters or something like that. And it was like, yeah, it was like and then but it was funny. The very last toll I got to and I was like, is this ever going to end? And, and I get to get to the very last toll. And I drove up to the guy and I'm like, dude, do you take like credit card or debit card or whatever and he's like no it's just cash and i said i got nothing so <laughs> i don't know what i'm gonna fucking do so i just drove past him and he, i think i heard you'll get a ticket in the mail and i'm like no i won't fucker because i live in canada <laughs> so now yeah, of course i can never drive through that dollar 25 toll that i should have paid 10 years ago yeah no they uh it's not that big I mean, they'll send you a ticket in the mail and you can get a bench warrant for it. So if you get pulled over after not paying it, you know, there's a, until then you give them that $2 and tell them to fuck off. <laughs> but, so you think I should, I should try it. You mean, I've been, I've been afraid to drive through Chicago all these years because of that dollar 25. You think I should take the chance? Well, you still got the same plates. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Then I mean, realistically you could just be like, uh, I never got the ticket. I didn't know. eh? 
You gotta put hey, on the extra. You gotta put on hey, the extra. You gotta put on hey, the extra, extra, extra Canadian. Canadian. Cho- choking on my own words. You gotta put a little extra Canadian into it when you talk to. Them. Look, I didn't know there. You know, uh, I'm way. I never got the mail. You know. You know, eh? Hey, that's know? that's like a Wisconsin Canadian. That's yeah, like it living is. on well, the border. I'm originally from Wisconsin, so I, I yeah, and my, like my mom lived in Green Bay for a while, and nice. I'd go up there to visit and. Yes, that I heard a lot of that when I was up there. I'm like, really? <laughs> I'm always I'm always surprised about the like the level of accent differences across the U.S. We have it in Canada, obviously too. Like, but there's there's severe ones like East oh, Coast yeah. of of Canada. Like the Newfoundlanders have a very distinct Newfie accent uh, when they live in you know by the sea our matey by the sea. And then the Torontonians, uh, cause I grew up in Toronto, uh, Torontonians. And actually when I moved from Toronto to, um, Manitoba, when I was like in my teens and they're like, you're from Toronto, Toronto, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah, how do you can tell? And he's like, cause you got an accent. And I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? I got no accent. And like, you all got accents. Yeah, my favorite one was going to Florida for the first oh, wow. time. That was the best trip <laughs> I think I'd ever had. Going to to and I, I met this lady in um I think it was the Tampa Aquarium. And she says, You're from Canada, aren't you? And I'm like, I'm like, Yeah, yeah, how could you tell? I said, You how'd you tell that? And she says, I noticed it because you said A a lot. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I, said, I kinda knew you were from around here too. And she's like, You did not. I'm like, yeah, of course, because you say, yeah, uh huh, and she's like, I do not, yeah, uh huh, and then her her friend goes, goes, you just said, yeah, uh huh, again, and it was it was like probably one of the best experiences I ever had. The three of us were laughing for like five minutes about That's how fun. I was so Canadian and they were so Florida. It was so so awesome. Yeah. Oh no, there's definitely some great ones. I have a, a part of my family is in like Louisiana, Texas area, and that is. Uh, <laughs> there's a whole nother that's a whole nother creature oh yeah they they, they, uh, they use words that don't actually exist the god cajuns. bless them love the cajuns them that went south yep the cajuns the one that got booted out of canada and wound up in the swamp <laughs> swamp what people do? Love yeah, that, that's swamp one of those people. things I have a French last name and people are like, are you, you're French? And I'm like, well, we're disowned to French. Does that count? Sure. Why not? Uh, Aren't most French disowned? Yeah. Pretty much. My my theory is my ancestors didn't surrender for anything. They just kept getting kicked out. (laughs) Got kicked out of France, got kicked out of Canada, wound up in the swamp somewhere. (laughs) That's like the lowest level of French, right? It's like, you know, the the least French of all. We don't have baguettes. Well, actually (laughs) I could go for a baguette. Ah, uh, I'm getting sidetracked. Shut up. La croissant. La croissant. No, croissant. This is America, damn it. Croissant. Croissantage. Croissantage. Bacon, egg, and cheese croissant. Croissantage. Yeah, uh, you Merkins are also funny. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're special. <laughs> I'm, I'm just calling it how I see it. Yeah. So have yeah. you had a Canadian on your show before? Uh, actually, yes. <laughs> A, nice. a couple of them at this point. Sweet. Um, I, I was I was talking to somebody about that the other day. I was like, you know, it's funny how many of my podcast cohorts that I talk to are Canadian, and I'm, I'm not that I I'm not saying that is a like it's like oh my god I'm talking to Canadians. I'm like, 
like, no, that's cool. That's I'm making up for some of my shenanigans in my youth where I did not necessarily leave a a good impression in Canada. I've heard some of those stories on your podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Oh, there's more. That was just, those are just the more (laughs) glaring ones. Glaringly Uh, obvious ones. Nice. Yeah. But like I used to go up there and occasionally go fishing and stuff like that. You know, that's uh, any, any, I don't know, maybe it's just cause I was younger and didn't mind spending like seven and a half hours in the car just to go fishing. So like, yeah, okay. We're going to go, go for a ride. And next thing well, you know, we're at the, at the border. And as Canadians, back, we're so back in the old it. days. It's, know. it's funny. People will go, people will yeah. go like, Oh, I, you know, like I've got to drive all the way to so-and-so like in this city, in my state or whatever. And you're like, that's like a three hour drive. That's like something we do like for an afternoon. Like, Hey, you want to go for ice cream? Let's drive three hours. Yeah. And uh, oddly enough, I mean, maybe it's cause I grew up in Wisconsin. It's just close enough where it's a similar mindset. I don't have a problem doing that. It's like, yeah, this, you want to go to, you want to go to dinner? Where are we going? Well, it's about four hours, but trust me, it's totally worth it. Oh, totally. And, Especially and if it's then, barbecue. Uh, can't, can't do that quite as much anymore. Cause my, my wife is, uh, less inclined to want to spend all that time in the car. Maybe it's just with, you know, you. with, with me you yeah. in particular. <laughs> yeah, like, do, do we have to listen to this? Yes. I'm behind on my listening. This is what we're listening to. Yeah. That's <sighs> the problem when you have too many friends that are podcasters, you have to make sure you get every podcast in. Oh yeah. No, that's, uh, and ironically enough, the last couple of, that's the other thing. The last couple of weeks, I'm so behind just because I've been really busy at work doing stuff where I could not listen to anything while I was doing it. I had a bunch of like phone calls and zoom meetings and, and I'm like, okay, I have to actually be here and like attentive. So I, 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 or with the zoom meetings, it's like my, I, I have wireless headphones that I wear at work. And when I'm doing stuff that doesn't require me to interact with people, I'm listening to podcasts. When I am doing stuff that requires me to interact with people, I'm either doing the Zoom calls or whatever through the same set of headphones. So it's kind of funny. Several of my coworkers have gotten to the point where they'll walk up to me and get my try to get my attention about something. They'll be like, "Phone call or podcast?" I'm like, "Oh, wait, podcasting. What's up?" <laughs> I can yeah. talk. I can pause this. Yeah, like these these can be paused. I'm not if I'm occasionally going uh huh uh huh, then it's a phone call. So. <laughs> And uh, I'm like, that. that's my indicator for you guys more than the person on the phone. Cause I'm pretty sure they don't want me constantly going, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and, but on the other hand, fudge them. <laughs> oh, fudge them? I said, ah, fudge them. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't want to be inappreciative of the people I'm talking to on the phone at work because it's usually the reason I have a job. So <laughs> mm. I, I, I try to contain my ire when like I said, I put my professional hat on and I'm, I'm a good boy and I'm professional and, and I'm actually pretty good at it. I mean, not to toot my own horn or anything, but I, I'm, I am an amazing customer service person <laughs> for nice. some odd reason. I can turn it on where I'm like, okay, yeah, look here, we're going to get you through this. What I need you to do is here's the details. And because part of my job is correcting things they're doing wrong, Yeah, but you have to do it in such a way as they don't resent the fact that you're telling them that they're doing something stupid. Right. It's like, yeah, I, I absolutely respect you as a human, even though you're stupid. Yeah. Uh, but you're really stupid right now. 
It's like, look, I and I know you're lying to me. You know you're lying to me. But we're both just going to pretend like you're not lying to me. <laughs> yes, uh, by sorry, accident, I, I have derailed also. my own train of thought. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? It's Sunday. Who cares? That's true. It is definitely a. Uh, it's definitely a Sunday, and uh, for, for whatever odd reason, I'm. I'm just, I definitely got a case of the Sundays today where I'm just like, you know, everything, yeah, I'm cool. I'm... My wife's like, you going to do anything today? I was like, yeah, I'm recording with, with uh, this guy from Canada in a couple hours. She's like, no, are you going to do anything around the house? Nope. No, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> Love you, babe. <laughs> uh, she, she she's she's pretty cool about that i mean i try not to let her get too much of an ego about being cool i generally just don't tell her <laughs> yeah you don't want them to get a big head about it oh you yeah know? no it's like i i'm terrified that at some point she's gonna wake up and realize she could do better <laughs> <laughs> but i can say it here because she doesn't listen <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, shh, be our, that'll also be our little secret that yeah. um, that I know she can do better, and so do you. But she uh, doesn't I, get, I, get to know that. Yeah, I think a lot of us feel that way. You know that she could do better. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, a general understanding of the world right now. You know, we yeah. can disagree on a lot of things, people in this world. But there's one thing we can all agree on. Yep, that. Aaron's wife could do better. <laughs> yep. Both a little older than probably most of the podcasters we know. Uh, you know, you have been saving so you can retire, and now you don't have money when you need to still can be making that money so that you can retire, right? Yeah, now that definitely uh, moved the peg back a couple of years on that one. Barring some really amazing fortune on my part, I mean... Hey, everybody, go buy a shirt. (laughs) Yeah, I can make $4 times four people in a year. Yeah, that that will at least buy me a half a tank of gas if everybody that listens to the show buys a shirt. (laughs) Mom, I'm talking to you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, come on, Mom. Yeah. Yeah, If only my mom would listen to a pod, one of my podcasts. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm actually perfectly content that my mom doesn't really listen. My stepdad does. Um, oh, does he? Yeah, which I, I always thought was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I don't think my mom does. I don't think she likes how much I cuss and stuff. <laughs> so yeah, actually, I know I for a fact she doesn't like how much I cuss. Yeah, I don't think my it mom comes would up like on it. A fairly regular basis. Do you have to say the f word so much? What, you mean fuck? <laughs> Probably. Fuck moan. Fuck no, mom. I don't have to. But fuck, I love to no, do it. I fuck. fucking love saying it though. <laughs> besides it just doesn't have the same ring if you call somebody a cunt without saying fucking cunt i mean it's... yeah exactly <laughs> my my mom's big thing is because like she's like i don't want to say she's super i have this expression that's ultra right christian nut job but um yeah. she's a she's um she's the christian nut job but she's not the ultra right christian nut job she's so. a more moderate christian nut job Right, she's just a regular walking down the street Christian nut job. Okay, yeah, and I, I have a few of those in the family as well. Um, yeah, it's it's actually kind of funny. My my family is 
uh, pretty much the entire spectrum of humanity. I've got some like full on wackadoo, ultra woke, like super like Antifa left family. And then I got a couple on the other side of the family where I'm like, you know, I, I don't know how you guys came out of the same tree because (laughs) you got, you know, this chartreuse haired ultra liberal, you know, capitalism is theft, you know, but you know, taking everything from the people who earned it isn't theft person on this side of the family. And you are like, that close to wearing a hood <laughs> and that's one thing i can ask is i don't think i got any of those in the family just if, if i do they've had enough sense to not tell me <laughs> not tell you yeah because like, uh, i mean i come from a long line of it's like people are people they're either shitty or they're not and then then you get into the the, the weird factions and like i said i got a couple of cousins that literally won't talk to me anymore Oh, really? Other than, you know, like minor social stuff, they will not, they will not bring up anything political or religious or, I mean, it's basically sports and weather. <laughs> yeah. Well, even sports can get out of hand. <laughs> um, not, not so much in my family. We, none, none of us are that hardcore, like, you know, like I, I, even though I grew up in Wisconsin, my two favorite football teams are the 49ers and the Bears. So, okay. I'm pretty much, you know, they, they don't, it's like, but I'm not super invested anymore either. Yeah. I haven't my, been for years. My highest level of sporty is when I put the spice girls on. There you go. <laughs> I I'm, I'm actually a, a hockey fan. So I, that's yes. That's, well, that's, that I think that, all that Canadians agree on. Sport, so. That's that's, that's every Canadian can agree on that. They, they grew up watching, Hockey night in Canada on Saturday nights. Yeah, and and that that's okay with me. I'm like I said. Well, I, you're in you're a Northern American, right? Yeah. So the the Northern American, actually the North Nor'easters, I guess you would call them, are yeah. the are the Canadian are the hockey fans, right? Because yeah, the... you know, like the original six for those of us as old as fuck, like you and me. <laughs> Um, that actually you only had one of six jerseys and then it was like, all oh, went to hell when, when, uh, New York got a second team and you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what is this shit? What is this shit? And then they get the third team and it's like, uh, yeah. but you know what? Well, Toronto has, has the market on, on actually having one fucking team and having a population that's almost like the population of Ontario is almost the same population as New York state. and yet and yet they have one team because they say no way we want all the money that's why you got this is this is it this is our team we don't need this is ontario team and then of course we got ottawa so but you can't be anywhere near toronto right like (laughs) toronto it's like you couldn't have a hamilton team it's like there's no way it could be supported easily yeah but nope nope all all the eggs in that one basket that sounds good yeah, well, think of how, like when they were the worst team for like fifty straight years, and that they still had a monopoly where you couldn't get tickets. I have a I have a funny story about that. So in my old job, I've recently retired from my old job. By the way, that's how old I am. And well, um, congratulations, thank you. You made and, it out. <laughs> uh, and as a surprise, our VP was hired from from Tirana, as we like to say. 
And um, he came out and he was like, oh man, I'm so pumped. I got tickets for the Flames. And this is when nobody used to go to the Flames games because they were so awful. And uh, he's like, I came as a reward and he was going to give these Flames tickets away. And he thought he had won the lottery because he could actually get them because he came from Toronto. And and in Toronto, it's like, you could never get tickets. Never. No. For anything. Like, not even nosebleed seats. And so he comes out and he's going to give them away and everyone's like, no, we'll pass. And he's like, what? I'm good, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, no, that's okay. No, if you had tickets for us to see the Leafs and a flight to Toronto, we'd go. <laughs> that, that might be a little harder to pull. Yeah, I, exactly. I actually I, I got to go see a, a Blackhawks game a few weeks, well, a couple months ago now. Nice. Uh, because of I got the tickets from work, so I was like, and they were nice. They're like, you know, first first section right right above the ice, center ice. I was like, these are great seats. I'll have to remember the next time it comes up because we've got the company has two set of season tickets. So nice. It's just kind of like you know who wants to go and. My boss asked me when we were at, we we're having a uh, late late hours meeting uh, at the tavern up the road, <laughs> and we were talking about something, and I was like, "quote yeah. unquote meeting." Oh yeah, no, it, it was work related. Mm-hmm. We, we, we talked about work, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we somehow got on the subject, and I was like, "Well, you know, if you ever got tickets and you're not going to use them, let me know. I, I like I like Blackhawks hockey." And he was like, oh, yeah, I got him for next Thursday. You want to go? I was like, hell yeah, I want to go. <laughs> and then I the always pro- want to go. Just remember that. Always. Yeah. The, only, the only problem was it was such short notice. I had a really hard time running down somebody to go with me. I'm like, I got two tickets. My wife doesn't like crowds. So she, she was like hard pass. And I was like, she's like, I really, I'm not that big a hockey fan and I hate crowds. So yeah, no, I'm pass. good. And then I called my kid up and he's like, yeah, um, I, uh, no, I can't. I'm like, okay. And I just could not, I could not find anybody. So I wind up going by myself and like some random guy winds up coming over. Hey, anybody sitting here? No, go ahead. He's like, these are great seats. I'm like, yeah, where are yours? (laughs) Yeah. You're like, uh, yeah, someone's coming in a few minutes. Yeah. I I was just, I, it was nice to have, you know, a set of ribs to stick my elbow when something cool happened. (laughs) <laughs> that's true or yeah. or the um now okay so growing up i take it you've grown up outside of chicago your whole life uh more or less um when i lived in wisconsin uh it was like literally right on the state line so it was actually about the same distance from chicago as i am now just north instead oh, okay. of south yeah 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 um because i i'm originally from kenosha which is the place that was in the news a couple of years ago yep. being on fire yeah that yep. one so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I've been in the Chicago metro area my entire life, more or less. Yeah, I and mean, were you always a Blackhawks fan? Yes, that is one where I can say I. I mean, I I liked watching the Admirals when I lived in Wisconsin, just because you can always get Admirals tickets. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but my my go to team has always been the Blackhawks, though. So. So that's that's always been mine too, actually. Even growing up in Toronto, so you couldn't, coming from a family of three boys, you couldn't cheer for the same team that your dad chose, right? <laughs> so my dad was a Leafs fan, and I was a Blackhawks fan. My oldest brother was a Bruins fan, and my uh, middle brother was a Habs fan. 
So it was like it was like a shit show whenever they yeah, all so played that, together. There could be there could be a lot of off the ice confrontations there. <laughs> yeah, well, you come from a family of three boys, they're always fighting about something. Well, yeah, that's that's true. My one of my brothers is a Red Wings fan. I, Ugh, yeah, Red Wings that, fans yeah. are the worst. He's he's a, he's a yeah. <laughs> See, we don't even it's, you don't even have to explain it. It's like us Blackhawks fans understand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's okay. He doesn't listen either. <laughs> exactly, because he's it's a Red Wings fan. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, he he knows where we stand. That's that's fine. But I mean, you know, he's still my brother. But you know, he's just he just don't. He's only he's that. only so much of a brother, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know. If, I, I mean, I suppose I would save him if he was drowning, but you know, my, but not my, if he was wearing it. <laughs> it depends if he had a jersey on. <laughs> he had a jersey on. Just, just take it off. Take just it take off. it off, and I'll save you. I'll throw I can't the rope get it in. Off. It's caught. It's caught on a. On a I'm sorry. I just can't do it. Nope. nope. So, sorry, I cannot pull that out of the water. That's where it belongs. <laughs> Bottom of Lake Michigan. <laughs> Nice. So we we were we were going to talk a little bit about the state of the Canadian politics. It's Canadian politics. So it just like everywhere, apparently now. Well, now that the our uh, our state has has probably fallen a little bit away from from the viewpoint of the rest of the world because of other things happening, which we can or cannot talk about, I guess, mm-hmm. um, whether or not uh, <laughs> we're all going to war here in the next week, but uh, uh, I don't think we will, but that's, that's, I don't think we will either, but I've heard a lot of my Merkin friends that have been saying they really feel that we are. So, but we'll talk, maybe we'll put that to the side to talk <laughs> so specifically we, we, we about can table that for, for the moment. <laughs> Yeah, the the one that I'm most interested in is foreign investment to fund illegal protests in my country, which actually was a pretty big sore point for me that um, that and, and that ha- it happens a lot in Canada. Like I could go on for probably seven straight hours about the protests with our oil and gas because I live in an oil and gas city. And, and it's our livelihood and we would have things that were protested and you would follow the funds back and they're all coming from large corporations in the U S. So I would be like, okay, so, so why aren't these people protesting the pipelines that they're building in the U S? Oh, that's right. Because they're paid to protest in my country. And the biggest complaint I had about the whole protest, other than the fact that they were stopping me from getting my Amazon things that I really needed like cream corn and spinach from the U.S. was the fact that they were being significantly funded by another country. Now, it could be my best friends that happen to be south of me, but there's no way that another country should be funding another country's protests. That's my biggest complaint. Yeah, I, I can, I can, I can completely understand and realistically i do agree with that point is you know i i i think i've been kind of rehashing some of the stuff i was looking at 
and I don't think I made myself clear enough, but this is, and this is, you know, I can confession. You're the first person to hear me say this. The last few episodes have been really kind of rushed because I've been allowing myself to get sidetracked and it's like, Oh shit, it's Monday night. I got to record something real quick. <laughs> and so I've, I've been kind of like, Oh shit. What's going on right now? Topical, topical. <laughs> and, um, so I didn't necessarily convey myself as clearly as I would have liked, particularly because I, I'm doing it after like a nine hour shift. And I think you're understanding why I brought that point across that. Cause, I, I, yeah, cause as I you know, understand. I listen to your podcast. Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm going to clarify something I, cause I did kind of look back on things and I'm going, you know, I'm not going to just take it down. Cause I stand by my, like I said what I said. Yeah. But at the same time, you I didn't necessarily convey it, right? myself. You had to as, say it. Yeah. That was, that's, you know, more a heat hey. of the moment did not make myself as clear as I would have liked. And my whole take on it really is like, it's also my stance on American politics and interaction with other countries in general. We got enough shit we need to fix here before we start worrying about trying to fix the world. We're not supposed to be the world's police. Mm-hmm. We want to be role models or whatever, if because there's enough people out there like America number one. We still yeehaw got in contrary of any opposing you know facts that may say yeah we're not exactly king shit of turd mountain here. And yeah. if we pulled our heads out of our ass and got done jerking ourselves off enough quick enough to go hey realistically we got a lot of shit we need to focus on here before we worry about everybody else. My my general ire is. Or not ire, but that's the wrong word. Uh, brain's not working properly. Stance? My, my general stance? stance is these guys should have the right to strike. I don't agree with the forced mandate policies in general. Um, you want to strike? Go on strike. I don't think they should have been blocking roads. I don't think they should be getting funded by out of country. I think that's yeah. that is their business, and they need to handle it internally. We don't want anybody else. And this is for the people who are sitting here going, well, Aaron, you said, no, here's the thing. We don't want other countries pissing in our pool. We don't need to be going to other places going, here, I brought chlorine, so it's okay. No, it's. (laughs) And a whole shitload of chlorine, $25 million worth of fucking chlorine. Yeah. And it's, it's, so that is the way I feel about it. It's like, I feel like. These guys, if they're upset, they have the right to make their voices heard, to show their stance. If you want to strike, I mean, this country, our country in the United States was for a long time was very pro-union and very supportive of these things. And I think you have the right to express when you are dissatisfied with a situation. And I think doing it peacefully and not burning down cities is a really good start. (laughs) And I mean, yeah, the honkings could be a little obnoxious, I'm sure. And but I still think it's better than like torching somebody's home. Yeah. And that, and that's one of those sticking points in my mind where I, so many people that are saying, well, this is horribly wrong and da, 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 they're a menace. They're terrorists. That's the part where I started really getting like, you know what? Fuck all of you who are saying this because you're the same people that were completely supporting violent, destructive riots and looting because yeah it was on your side of the aisle and yeah, I'm not okay with that. Uh, Like I said, if you want to sit around and be obnoxious and annoying, as long as you're prepared to have somebody tell you you're being obnoxious and annoying, that's fine. Don't, you know, I, I said it before I, I did correct myself. I think in the last episode, I had a problem with the people that were like 
swarming the highways and stopping people from getting to work yeah. when it was two years ago yep. during like the BLM riots and shit. And I refuse to call them peaceful protests because when they were showing burning cities on the news and saying it's a mostly peaceful protest yeah. in contradiction to what was literally right behind the reporter. Yep. I, I don't want to, you know, mollycoddle that. But at the same time, when they were swarming the roads and I was like, that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard of because the only thing that is stopping them from getting run over and turned into roadkill is the fact that the guy behind the wheel is decent. And there was footage of like them trying to pull truckers out of their vehicles. I'm going that, that, that right there is a better human being than I am because I would have just dropped the clutch and run them all over. And (laughs) then like, I was afraid for my life. Sue me. Yeah. And yeah, well, yeah, so I, I I would be kind of hypocritical of me to go. No, it's okay that they're blocking the roads with their trucks because they're doing something I agree with. I agree with opposing mandates. I don't. I mean, despite the fact that you know, regardless of where I I stand personally, I don't. I'm not an anti-vaxer. I'm just anti-authoritarian. <laughs> but they should not have been blocking the, the roads with their trucks. They should have been. Yeah off on side roads in parking lots you want to shut down and not work you're still going to have the exact same impact on the country because you are literally the ones that are supposed to be hauling all this shit you're still going to be cutting off all the deliveries by not driving yep, yep. if you're 10 percent, but that but here's the thing aaron that people forget there's two things mostly about what you had communicated is this is this is such a small 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 percentage they talked they talk about the statistics about being 10 percent of our uh, truckers were not vaccinated. It wasn't 10% of the truckers that were in Ottawa or in um, Manitoba or in uh, Alberta that were at the borders and things like that. If you add up the number of people, it was probably 1% of 10% that were actually there. So, so, and, and the, and the news outlets also to your point, it's, it's, it's evil what news does to try and get a point across to get people riled up when you see stuff that's like my wife is so detailed on these things. She'll watch the news and they'll be like, and this is what's happening right now in Ottawa. And we're looking at the thing. She says, that's the exact same clip they used two weeks ago. And, <laughs> you know, we're looking at live footage from the person and you're, you're seeing a completely different picture that's on the screen. And so, you know, the news is not doing anybody favors and, um, you know, the fact that I'm I'm 100 percent supportive of anybody that wants to protest, like get a flag, get a sign, get whatever you want, do it from, you know, nine to five when people, you know, don't get disrupted. When you start, you know, lighting fires in the middle of the street and have your kids dance naked around them as you uh, as you burn your masks and, you know, let your farts off it. It's uh, it's not cool because people are trying to go to sleep and try and live their lives. Like, and you'll have other people that argue on the other side of it. it. Was they need to not be able to sleep because this has to stop. And I'm like, yeah, well, you can still protest and allow people to live their life. You're choosing your life to protest, and I may or may not agree with what you're protesting. But when you start affecting your other people's lives, not cool. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Like I said, I, I agree with that. I, like I said, I completely support the idea of you should be able to protest if you don't agree with what's going on, but how you do it matters as much as anything yes, else. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. And, um, 
and and here's another one though the news right when they say this is a complete race race uh thing now when there's one person in the in the with the protesters is wearing a nazi flag and yep (laughs) and then they try to make everybody think that all the people there like it's like they're trying to turn people against these people because they're putting fake news on sorry i'm stealing a line from my friends from the merkins um you know the the fake the fake news that they're posting up there that um that this is not cool yeah it's it's and and then then people complain about disinformation but it's like disinformation is coming from the actual media yeah on every side right like yeah the the i don't i kind of stopped and i i know you've said this on your show too i don't believe anything that the media tells me i do my own research so yeah and 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 the ones that that get me the worst is you know uh, to your point about your family i don't have a lot of actually living family that's left so most of mine are friends and i have like a very spectrum rich group of friends that are like far far left and far far right and i don't agree you know when they start posting stuff like the ones that are like yeah support these truckers protesting and then they're sitting in their comfortable home you know in their you know million dollar house saying hey i support you go and do that it's like okay well so how much do you support them get off your fat ass and go down there and start picketing or you just want to say you want to support them because you want to prove everybody that you're a right wing um there's a lot of like what's the term virtue signaling um it's one of those other things I hate is where it's like, oh, yeah, I'm completely 110% behind the Well, really, you're getting a lot done from your couch. Yes. I mean, shit. I mean, honestly, I, I've developed the mentality, particularly when it comes to like social media posts and stuff. Yeah. If I see somebody that's really vehemently like, oh, yeah, very, this is the way it is. And this is what left, right, I don't care. I mean, yep. you don't see a lot of centrist people that are just like very outspoken about stuff because they just, those are those are the people that just want to be left alone to live their lives. <laughs> yeah, I think most of us that are like that, right? It's like we can see there's a, you know, maybe I'm just not incentivized enough because it's not having a direct impact on me to go yeah. either way. Like if it was having a direct impact on me and my family, then I probably would be standing in line doing the picket. Oh, yeah. Because I needed, I needed things to change. And I, you know, that's one of the great things that we live in a democracy is that people have opinions and they're going to fight for the things just like with your vote, right? My vote now, as I get older, is going more towards green initiatives because that's the most important thing that is a legacy that I want to leave for my kids and my grandkids is that I don't want to leave this planet like destroyed and that, you know, if you've ever seen the movie Soylent Green, mm-hmm. I don't want to leave <laughs> my, uh, my future offspring Living in factories, eating people. Yeah, exactly. exactly. (laughs) Right? So I want the planet to survive. What kind of a legacy are we going to leave? Actually, I was just having this conversation with somebody the other day. And uh, it turned out we we, we were both kind of coming at it from opposite directions. But it turns out we had the exact same cynical answer to the question, even though. Okay, what's the answer? I want to hear this answer. This individual and I. We generally, it's one of those people I generally avoid political conversations with because we generally see things differently. But somehow somebody else had brought up the whole, you know, well, you know, Greens initiatives, this and da 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 da. And and it was very much, we were both kind of like, and I'm totally 
yes, this is, I I think I did an episode about it. This is the only planet we got. We have to be better stewards of it. But conversely, and this is where this guy and I were like, yeah, we both, both said pretty much the same thing. The planet's going to most likely snap back from anything we do. We might not be here to see it, though, because mm-hmm. you've got to figure we got hit by a planet killer asteroid at one point that I'm pretty sure that's what took out the dinosaurs. There's too many gigantic yeah. craters. Yeah, and I would the, agree. I the feel physics like and the math is there. It caused yeah. ice ages. It killed off 95% plus of the life on the planet Yep, where little tiny critters survived and then came back. There's no reason the planet won't necessarily snap back. We just might not be here to see it. Oh, exactly. Like and, uh, humanity may be destroyed, but yeah. you know. But you know. But do we want to be the ones? Like I don't know. It's no. Nah, well, that's we the to... thing. I don't want to be the one that does it. I'm just. That's <laughs> yeah. just kind of the way I was looking at it. I was just like, well, yeah, you know, I would like to have my grandkids grow up in a nice world uh, instead of not being around to grow up. But mm-hmm. you know. But don't, don't try and tell me you're trying to save the planet. You're trying to save the species. There's there's a significant difference. The, the planet will get on without us just fine. Oh, yeah. Probably, probably better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, unless you believe what's happening in the Eternals. Oh, uh, well, and yeah. Is, no. is then there's a giant. We're just, we're just batteries for the Eternals. Yeah, no, there's going to be a Celestial coming out any minute now. And <laughs> I, I Actually, I... Is it weird that I would actually kind of want to see that? I mean, I'd, I'd, the whole planet dying thing would suck, but it'd be kind of cool to watch some giant creature right? rising up out of the ocean. Like Exactly. I mean, and and the big question is, could you live inside it? Oh, that's a good point. Right? Like, mm. we all think that, oh, yeah, like this is going to destroy our planet. But what if it opens its mouth long enough for us all to climb in and then we just, you know, go yeah, wherever he, just, it goes? Hmm. We could be like white blood cells and stuff. Possibly. Mm. These are these are the reasons that my cohorts on my podcast think I'm a fucking idiot because I come up with shit like that. That well, see to <laughs> me that's a that's a perfectly valid question. I mean, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, that could that could work. I mean, I maybe, mean, I may not like it, but yeah, you know, may, maybe may, may, maybe maybe kind of unpleasant. You know, you get lower intestine duty or something. Yep. <laughs> How's it going? Another shitty day at work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. oh lord but yeah no i i do i mean i i try to be you know as eco-conscious as i can be and i i support reasonable <laughs> measures there are a lot of around here i've noticed i mean again this is you know my my local focus is where i my backyard as far as i'm mm, the way yeah. i look at it you know because like most of us are that way it's i don't yeah this is what affects me and i like i said i don't think we should be policing the world i don't think i think like i said i think you want to be something try and be a leader not not a sheriff i mean but show people why you're right don't just try and force your shit on everybody else but there have been some like absolutely ridiculous things proposed around here. And I'm like, do you realize how fucking dumb you sound right now? I mean, you're making these state bold sweeping statements on how fantastic this concept is. And only because a, you were told that concept is fantastic and you haven't done a lick of research on your own. And B it's like, you know, 
step A is this, step B is we don't know, and step C is success. And it's like, you don't even have a fully developed game plan. And it's, I mean, there are so many things that are being just glossed over, not looked at because they're not the, like, hey, this is a brilliant idea. Like, I am... Like biofuel, the, for example. Yeah, bi- biofuel, biofuel is biofuel. awesome. <laughs> I I uh I was looking at buying a diesel truck specifically so I could recycle fryer oil. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. but conversely, like people are like, well, you say you're for the planet, but how come you're so opposed to electric cars? I'm like, well, let's think about this. Where's electricity come from? How is it stored? Do you understand how chemical batteries work? Because a chemical battery is only good for a certain amount of time, and then it becomes toxic waste. So every Tesla you see driving around at some point is going to put that much poison back in the ground. Yep. And, that, that, and, that's yeah. the, it, there's a huge, I guess, there's, I know exactly what you're saying. Um, it's like when people say, well, we can't put up um, uh, windmills because they cause more deaths to birds, right? It's, there, there is solutions, better solutions. Um there's a documentary that came up and I, for the life of me, I can't remember it now, but it's all about all of the, they looked at every single green initiative and not, there's not real one true green initiative that's out there right now, but there is things that are better than alternatives, which I think we have to start looking at to be able to, to, um, to get off of certain things. But oh, the yeah, one that, that gets me is, is if you've seen the Bill Gates, uh, four, three or three part documentary on Netflix, but inside the mind of Bill Gates mm-hmm. and some of the things that he's doing um, to save the planet for a bunch of different things. And I just think to myself, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and you know, I can't, I know exactly what that one is and I can't even be mad about it. It's because that thing is friggin' possessed. That's uh, awesome. We have a Roomba. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, a couple of weeks ago, it has just started randomly turning itself on. Nice. Like, my wife and I will both be sitting on the couch, minding our own business, and all of a sudden, it just comes strolling into the living room. And like, satanic, the? satanic coverage via vacuum. Yeah, but, well, that's, that's what I get for buying one from a friggin' auction site, I guess. Exactly. Evil. It's the evil monkey, monkey's site. paw of vacuum cleaners. That's right. It's one more finger that's just bent down. But what I was going to say about um, Bill Gates is the uh, he's created this uh, science for nuclear energy. And it's just like, okay, like, you know, he's got it to a point where they're almost ready. And it's just like, yeah, but, you know, we ran out of money. And I'm kind of like, why is the rest of the world not taking him seriously? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's things like this where you can actually have clean nuclear energy and we're not throwing a shit ton of money at it, so that yeah, ninety eight percent of it's already finished, and they just can't get that last little bit figured out because there, you know, are other industries that are actively trying to stop it. Yeah, or or the toilet ones that he's he's created so that you can actually eat and drink your own piss and shit. And I'm just like, like, why the fuck isn't that? I mean, it, there's just there's this stuff that seems so out of the box, but that that the world should be fo- putting a hell of a lot more focus on. I'm sorry, take another 2% of my taxes to know that I can eat my own shit and drink my own piss next year. I'm on board. Or conversely, stop taking my taxes and let me decide where the money's going. Well, I, I, the, the, there's a, there's, there's positive pace on that, but there, as you and I both know, 
the the majority of our population are complete idiots and they would spend their money That's on bingo true. and liquor instead of actually doing things that actually make a positive difference it's it's not going to be the corporations that actually clean up our planet it's going to be governments and it's unfortunate i don't believe in big government but i think that certain um certain measures that governments have to put forward to make to force us to go in certain directions i think just have to be done yeah i mean i I'm obviously <laughs> you listen to me you know i'm very much particularly with my current government I have a lot of issues with them. No, I do. <laughs> I, with uh, mine too. I get, I get Oddly it. enough, I have a lot of issues with yours too. Yes. <laughs> a lot of them are very similar issues. I mean, yeah. And oddly enough, I, I used to joke about it when I was a kid. Well, early twenties, whatever. You know, when I was a kid, cause that's a kid. Damn it. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I, when, when I used to you know be sitting around bullshitting with my friends and we would talk about stuff and it's like, no, I, I could fix everything. I I've got it figured out. I just don't have enough people to believe it. And, um, and, and I kind of do, I mean, I, I'm like, I know exactly how I would fix the system to make it where it was, you know, useful. <laughs> and a lot of people are like, well, what do you know? What makes you so guaranteed about it? And I'm like, well, for starters, I would not try and pretend like it was anything other than what it was. I'm going to take over and be the absolute ruler for about three years. And then somebody's going to shoot me. I'm completely aware of how this is going to play out. But the changes I put in place, people will be there because I figure three years is long enough for people to go, hey, this is working. And then go, <laughs> all right, well, yeah, we, we killed him because he's a won't dick. Shot. But <laughs> realistically, some of the stuff he put in place was right. And some of it will be wrong be and some of it deliberately so because they have to have things where they can tear that down so they can say, yeah, we shot him for a reason. Look at all the shit we got rid of. But these things were OK. Yeah. You know, I mean. That happens a lot in history. Think some things come yeah. along that are fantastic out of really terrible things like Volkswagens. Yep. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, yep. there's a whole lot of corporations that don't like to think about anything from like 1936 to about 1947. So <laughs> yes. just saying, I <laughs> But, yeah, well, and, and even go back prior to that when the actual like people always talk about, oh, man, Hitler was was. um was like the worst person that ever walked the planet, but they didn't realize that the U S was studying eugenics well before Hitler even was, you know, was running around. No, so yeah, no. if you look at it, if you could go back, you know, a couple hundred years and people were still going, well, none of them can breed. That is, that is bad. <laughs> yes. You can only breed in controlled circumstances. <laughs> go fight that bear. Here's a stick. Right. <laughs> it, it's, you know, we, we have a long, long and storied history of being kind of awful, but yeah, like I said, my whole theory of fixing things is building a government that was at least in part designed to fail deliberately. So the people that made it fail could feel better about themselves for yes. keeping the parts that were good. Yeah. And I, well, you know, I think I've heard you say this too, and I a hundred percent wholeheartedly believe it because at least in your country, you can't have a president that's more than two terms. We can have the dipshit we have in power for eternity. And it's like the fact that, that when you have professional politicians, it doesn't do benefit to anybody because yeah, their no. their whole sole interest is to get revoted. It's not to actually make positive change yeah, with all the things not there that to are do shitty anything in our other country. Than to keep their jobs, which and we've all worked with somebody who's like that, who's only there to keep their job, and they are fucking worthless. And if you don't want to work with somebody like that, why do you want them making the decisions that impact your life? 
Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I like to think, you know, we're better than that, but apparently, and you get so many people are, oh, that's the way it's always been. Well, you know, it doesn't mean it has to stay like that for fuck's sake. Yeah. But you know what? The, uh, I, this was a line from a movie and I can't remember for the life of me what the name of the movie was now, but it ultimately sums up my full belief in humanity, which is everybody is at least medium shitty. <laughs> so it's like when you think that everybody is at least medium shitty, that means there's a lot of other people that are more than medium shitty. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to get that average shittiness, I mean, no, I'm saying everybody is at least oh, no, everybody, medium yeah. shitty. And then above. <laughs> then there's a lot of people like, that you go, wow, they're shitty. And if you're a medium shitty and you're looking at somebody that's shitty, shitty. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that checks, that tracks. There's a lot of, a lot of just walking fucking. Yeah. How are you not a blowjob type people out there? And Yeah. Well, and I know you and I could probably talk about taxation for probably seven years on a, we could have, we could start a podcast about yeah, taxation. So we could start a show. Specifically around that. But, Just call it, are you fucking kidding me here? <laughs> yeah. But, but my, my true belief is I think people, like, well, I shouldn't say people, Canadians in general, this is a bit of a big misconception that people have. Uh, that there's a huge difference between Canadians and Americans because, you know, they say, oh, well, you know, Canadians are Americans light. And um, there's a huge difference in us because, number one, we didn't have to fight anybody for our sovereignty. So that's the first thing that is very different between us. And the second part of it is we are basically socialist. And which people, you know, we have a lot of the similar things in common, but we, we have a, a basis, our, our entire basis for our belief system is socialized Medicare. So every Canadian you talk to, you may be talking to the most right-wing person on the planet, but I can guarantee, except maybe in, a, in a, a trailer with Donald Trump, not release their belief, the fact that they don't believe in socialized Medicare, because we all believe in it. Yeah, I, I got to be honest, that's one of the few things... If if I had my druthers about it, um, I would be, you know, completely like, okay, we're going to have health care and make sure everybody is taken care of. I'd be okay with tax dollars going towards that. Right. So, but so this my is, only condition this is my point to it, about tax dollars, say, there's a caveat to that, though, is, you know, you want, if you're going to run on that platform, if that's going to be your stance. You won't win. Well, you won't win, but also. I better not see a single little pork project stapled to any of that stuff. Yeah. You know, do you want to take my money for that? I, I I'm okay with that. Do that. As soon as you say, yeah, we're going to pass this bill that provides healthcare, but we're also going to have X, Y, and Z tied into the, and that's one of those things that pisses me off because in, in, in America, these bills before they get voted on are available for the public to read yeah. generally, not always. A lot of times they 11th hour shit and, you know, oh, yeah, by the way, we just gave you this 6,400 page proposition that you have to read for the votes tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> you know, and there was a time where you couldn't do that. But, you know, unfortunately, we've allowed the system to slide. I mean, I don't know who was on watch, but they were slacking off. And but you can go out and look up the wording on bills and a lot of stuff. And another reason why I don't trust the media is I do that periodically if if I catch wind of something that I am interested in that's going up for a vote, 
Mm. Like I get I, locally and in, in state politics, I get, I get notifications about stuff that comes up because yeah. there's a government service that I signed up for that tells me when this shit comes up. And if it's something I'm interested in, I will sit down and read the bill to make sure that like, wow, this is really good. This should pass or wow, this is terrible. I'm going to call my elected officials and tell them that if they vote for this, I'm going to come to their office and hit them with the silly putty sledgehammer. Because, <laughs> you know, I mean, you can't threaten to actually hurt somebody, but you can't. Well, I mean, you can hurt somebody with silly putty. You just got to really work at it. Well, and the silly putty, <laughs> the good thing about it is that you get a piece of their face when they come yeah, you, back. You get right? that imprint. <laughs> That's right. But, uh yeah, but, well, unless you freeze it, but <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's really bad. That's like microplastics killing the planet through water uh, supply. Yeah, <laughs> oh, th- th- there's another one. Don't don't get me started on that one. I... Oh. Okay, so but what the point I was trying to make, uh, specifically around taxation, is there's a lot of things that we as, um, what are we uh, citizens of our countries that kind of all want. But I can almost guarantee that all the things, like if you went and surveyed everybody, and they often they often do this and say, these are the things that people are most interested in, right? Is it in the poll, this is what everybody's interested in now. You know, green initiatives, safety, this, blah, 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 policing, blah, blah, whatever the list is. But fundamentally, a lot of people are going to have a very similar amount of beliefs. They want to be able to live somewhere. They want to be able to afford to eat. They want to be able to be taken care of if they have to go to the hospital. They want this, they want this, but they want this. But because all of our professional politicians don't have the same interests that you and I walking down the street have because they're usually ultra rich and they don't pay taxes. Well, they, and they're they taken don't, care of. They don't pay yes, for exactly. They don't they don't really listen to people and and the the problem is that you get everybody fighting between ourselves about what is best for our countries that you're, nothing's going to change because they don't actually do the things that need to be done. And maybe to your point is run Aaron for president. And by the way, I still have to go and order my shirt on that one. But um, the, uh, well, the I got to send you some of the new stickers too. <laughs> nice. I think that, that's the problem with with politics in general is that it doesn't ever get through everything that our countries need to have done. It's just a little piece of shit that we get thrown at us. And then because we don't trust where our tax dollars go, we don't want to vote for certain things because we know, oh, you're going to put taxes in place that yeah, really and- don't go towards the initiative that they need to go towards. And they're not even going towards what they're telling us they're going towards. Well, exactly. No one trusts them, right? So it's, it's uh, to your point, maybe a totalitarian state for a certain period of time that would be relinquished upon the completion of all the things that need to be done to make our countries better uh, before they're shot or before they're just replaced with another proper setting. Um, and you know what? I just, I, I'm sorry, but I had to say it. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's nothing to be sorry for. And, and <laughs> I'm that's, Canadian. That's like it's like what we do. It's like I'm sorry for everything. I'm sorry, sorry. But yeah, there's a something I heard a while back where they said uh, the biggest problem with positions of power is the people that are attracted to it are the least worthy of it. Oh, of and course, this same as I priests. Wholeheartedly don't get me believe started that. about. <laughs> don't get me started about the Catholic Church. I'm just, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you know, I used to be an altar boy, believe it or not. <laughs> oh, I don't even want to know what happened to you. I'm still sorry. For Oddly you enough, right now. nothing traumatic. Um, huh. I, I actually, I used to joke about it. I was like, you know, I, I think I'm going to sue the Catholic Church. I didn't get molested. I feel like I was discriminated against. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck wasn't I? Tell me I'm pretty. Tell me I'm pretty. You're the ugliest altar boy. <laughs> well, and I just kind of figured it was, I figured we, you know, just dodged a bullet while I was in Catholic school. And um, apparently not. Uh, I found out, I don't know, in my early thirties, I was talking to my kid brother about something and uh, we were talking and it was, something was on the news about the Catholic church. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's not, Good thing we didn't have a have a you know creepy kid toucher at our church, and he was like, "We did." I'm like, say what? <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, you you didn't know." He was like, "You know, Father So and I can't even remember which priest it was. It's a Father So and So was was you know he's a a kid toucher. He was a pee pee toucher." I was like, "I used to you know altar boy with that guy like at least twice a month. He never molested me. What the fuck?" <laughs> and my brother was just like, well, dude, to be fair, you were bigger than him by seventh grade. I was like, no. ah, there you go. You and know what was, you knew, now need to get? He was a little beside more diminutive. The, beside the Aaron for president shirt is you have to get a shirt that says, I'm Aaron. I'm unmolestable. <laughs> oh, no, I don't, I don't want I, I don't want to roll those dice. I, I, I still wind up in some dicey situations. I don't <laughs> come home crying. I don't want to talk about it. I'll be in the shower. <laughs> you go you roll up into the hood and you're like you're like hey what did what's going on hey see my shirt <laughs> i'm, I'm motherfucking unmolestable be like yeah well challenge accepted <laughs> and, and uh yeah i i'm just no i'm it's i used to joke like i'm too pretty for jail I'm like no i'm really not but <laughs> on the other hand i, I don't know Here's the thing. Every single one of us, this is, this is hope for you for the future, buddy. <laughs> Every single one of us completely shaved down to, to shorn, beautiful skin with a wig on are all beautiful enough for prison. That's fair. <laughs> Although on the other, other hand, I'm pretty for, I don't think anybody would be up for that particular maintenance job. <laughs> like Dude, get, get the weed whacker in prison. <laughs> that's true that's why i try and avoid prison i really don't uh it's not a well that's one of the reasons i try and avoid prison I, you know the whole i try to be a decent human evil, being. Um, evil deeds to get to prison thing is also yeah the whole list. i mean I, i'm not gonna lie and say i'm a saint or anything i've done some questionable things in the course of my life but really nothing terrible as far as anybody can prove <laughs> I mean, right if there's no evidence the, the, I, yeah i mean i when I was younger, I used to get in a lot of bar fights and stuff, but that really, that was more like self-defense because I, I don't know what, it, I must've just had a very punchable face in my, my early twenties. <laughs> so we're going to have a two-parter to this shirt on the, on the front is unmolestable and on the back ready for fight club. <laughs> yeah, actually it's not a bad idea. <laughs> Although on the other hand, people might take that as again, challenge accepted. I'm yeah, gonna beat well. your ass, and then I'm gonna do some other things too. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, no. Needless to say, that there will be ass in play. Yeah, def definitely. But uh, yeah, I, I used to be, you know, just. Well, we're we're planning on um, starting a slap club. 
in the yeah, summertime. I heard that. <laughs> so if you uh, if you decide to come up to Canada to visit, let us know. We'll let you we'll let you in. You know, I, I could I could take a couple probably. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it's this is one of those things that you know I I don't want I, you know at our age you don't want to be like coming home with bruises bruises to your face or yeah. you know getting vision loss from a a punch that maybe someone's wearing the ring too too heavy. Yeah. But you know, you can you know you can survive a few slaps. Yeah, a couple couple of good open handers, that's that's not that bad. Right? <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I'll, if I make it up that way, I'll give you a holler. <laughs> and if I if I brave out driving down to Chicago again for my dollar oh. seventy five. Oh, you, no, oh no it's not a dollar seventy five anymore. <laughs> oh okay. Uh, it's well, like, it's my... like two something. I'll bring my uh, slap glove. Oh with yeah, me. definitely. Oh, you, you come down this way. Let me know. Grab lunch or something. It'd be fantastic. Yeah, man. Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, for sure. If we um, decide to start that podcast called Taxation North America Style, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Aaron for President on on one sleeve and Unmolestable on the other. There you go. <laughs> Oh Lord, I, f- I feel like that that's all going to wind up something. That, somebody's going to be pointing to that as evidence one of these days. Like, look, look, this the, this is what's wrong with this guy. He's he's got a shirt that says "unmolestable" on it. He was asking for it. What was he wearing? I mean, oh, there's so many bad bad potential jokes in that. I I love it. It's fantastic. <laughs> Nice. Uh, very much so. Hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see. Anything else you would like to cover, sir? That I, oh man, I, I'm like you, I could talk for seven hours. So, uh, well, so could I, that's the thing. <laughs> and, and there's not, there's not a topic I won't talk about as you've already kind of noticed that if, uh, if you bring something up and I feel like saying something about it, I've got an opinion on everything. So that may not be, the best opinion but it's my opinion yeah and there's nothing wrong with that i like i said i'm i'm firmly in the camp of you're entitled to your opinions just don't think i have to agree with you yeah it's that simple yeah and i I judge people you know their level of intelligence on the level of of uh acceptance of my opinions so (laughs) (laughs) that's fair I was going to say, I tend to try and judge people based on their level of intelligence relates into how well they tolerate the fact that other people have opinions, but <laughs> no, that's just acceptability. That's not intelligence. Well, I mean, that's, <laughs> there's there, a lot there. of smart people that, yeah, well, well I don't want to, I've already opened my mouth too much about the Catholic faith. So I don't want to, <laughs> uh, I, I, I could do an entire episode about that. Just, I actually, I've got one, one of my very good friends who uh, I've known for god since we were like six uh all the way back to catholic school like catholic kindergarten <laughs> and uh wait a minute is that an actual thing catholic kindergarten yes <laughs> like it's, okay I, I i wish i could say i was joking because i was absolutely miserable in that school made it wow. made some really good friends but i hated that place so much like my my mother god bless her soul she's still to this day will occasionally apologize because she, she thought I just didn't like school. She did not realize it was that school that I had a problem with because as soon as I got to like freshman year of high school or grade nine, 
uh, for the, my non-American people, because I, yeah, I understand that we I, do things very oddly as freshmen. What's that? Yeah, I'm always say. fresh, man. Yeah, no, it's uh, our grade nine year, and uh, that, that I went to public school at that point. I stopped being in the Catholic system, and I was so much better about like, oh yeah, I'm going to school, mom. See you later. So you're not fighting. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. So you're not doing your homework either. I'm like, I don't need to do my homework. I'm fine. But I'm not complaining about going to school because I liked going to school. I just didn't like going to that school. Nice. And, and as far as the homework went, I was a special kind of pain in the ass. So because I I had a uh, a basically I, ha- I have a gift. I still do. When it comes to testing, I am amazing mm-hmm. at testing. I test really well. Nice. I just have motivational issues when it comes to like doing tedious ass homework. Mm. And so I, I got, I, I did a few things in my high school career that caused the student handbook to have addendums added to it. Mm-hmm. And like that were specifically because of my smart ass self. And one of those things was I had a teacher that for one of the upper classmen courses, it was for introduction to accounting. And he said, in this class, you have to work and you have to meet these benchmarks. These are the days where these portions, because basically the whole course was taking a account, like an accounting spreadsheet and going through it and balancing it and getting all the sub accounts and all this other stuff. And, and then putting everything into the, into the computer software that the class used. And he was like, these are the days you have to have these projects done by. But in the description of the course, he didn't say you couldn't work ahead. Hmm. So I finished the entire semester's worth of work in the first week of class. (laughs) And since it didn't say anything about attendance affecting your grade in the, in the class description he gave us, I stopped coming to class after that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've done it all. Yeah. And I, and that was my first period of the morning. So I took that extra 45 minutes to sleep in and like, I would stop and get breakfast on the way to school (laughs) and stuff like that. Cause I was 18. I was like, I don't care. I don't have to go to that class. Attendance isn't part of my grade. And yeah. he caught me in the hallway one day and dragged me down to the, the dean's office to get get my uh, comeuppance for not coming to class. And I was like completely prepared for it. And <laughs> we sat down. I'm like, this is what he said the class was. This is what he said the grades were based on. I met this criteria already. I already turned all of the work in. I'll see him for fi- the final. I'll come in and take the test. I'm not going to class anymore. All the work's done. I don't need to be there. And the the dean was just like, "Is that true?" And he's like, "Well, well, yes." And I'm like, "Well, he's got you." And they, <laughs> Ta-da! Son of a bitch. <laughs> I was like, "Can he talk to me that way as a student?" And they're like, "Well, you know." I'm like, "I'm not. I'm kidding. I don't care. He's right. I am a son of a bitch. I, that, if I was him, I'd be mad. I'm. I, I'd like. Sorry. Gotcha." And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that was, that was, I was that close to doing it too. Just, just doing the Jimmy Durante on my way at the door. Good night, Mrs. Calabash. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And other assorted shenanigans, my friends and I got up to like, we were the reason you couldn't distribute unauthorized flyers on the campus anymore. Um, just due to some, I suppose you'd call it propaganda. We printed up and nice. We, we had a, a couple teachers that were just real dicks <laughs> i don't know how else to put it like that one of the uh one of the teachers got the janitor to lock all of the doors on one side of the building because we had an open campus for lunch 
mm-hmm. because they didn't have a big enough cafeteria to the stu- the school was overfilled and they didn't have enough big yeah. enough cafeteria to feed everybody. So their solution was, well, you got an hour for lunch. If d- depending on which period you're in, you can leave campus. You can go to you know the local McDonald's or Taco Bell or whatever. Yeah. And the problem was, <laughs> a lot of us would cut it a little too close getting back to class so we could be there in time for passing time to go to go to our classes. So we would go in other the other doors on the building, and this one teacher convinced the janitor to lock all the doors except for the ones right by the cafeteria. So we had, and that was on the opposite side from the parking lot. So oh no! We would have to get to the parking lot, run around the building to go to the other side to get into the into the school, and we were not okay with that. And we found I we found out which teacher it was, and uh, a couple of my family members happened to work for the school district, so I had the employee phone book. So we published the guy's address, phone number, email address, <laughs> and made flyers and put them on everybody's car <laughs> and said, are you tired of running around the building when lunch is over? This is who you need to talk to. And we distributed it to every student in the place. <laughs> and nice. subsequently told we were no longer allowed to hand out flyers on the premises without getting them approved by the school first. See, like, even in even in high school, you had to say it. Oh, indeed. I had, I had, I had a big mouth and I had to be heard. <laughs> and, and, yeah. I mean, that's the one thing I'm, I mean, I'm, I may have become more refined over the years, but I'm still pretty much the, the same guy. I mean, not yeah. a lot of people are like, I'll, I'll run into him after many, many years and like, Oh, you've changed. And they're just like, damn, you got big. <laughs> I can't argue that either. They're not wrong. You say, yeah, I'm still just like you medium shitty <laughs> yes medium shitty huh? i think i may have to put that on a mug or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> what are you drinking medium shitty <laughs> no that's your name then what are you doing what are you drinking medium shitty <laughs> yeah i don't think i could take that one to work well actually um, i might be able to get away it's probably not uh, so we'll give you a chance i uh, just want to you know, plug your socials and all that good stuff and yeah, for sure. So uh, you can find us anywhere on social media at Film Rage YYC. You can find us on our fantastic website, which I love, which has everything you ever wanted to know, but we're afraid to ask at filmrageyyc.com. And you can send us uh, emails to filmragecalgary at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, that's us. Awesome. Excellent. Well, and, thank you for joining me tonight. And uh, yeah. This oh, I should fun. say one thing, though. Oh, okay. That. The opinions of me are not necessarily the opinions of Film Rage. <laughs> yes, that's I have one to thing. put that disclaimer in there because yeah, my that. opinions may not be the same as the rest of the crew. So yes. the views and the opinions expressed in this podcast are strictly those of the people who are stating them. And if you don't like it, you're more than welcome to take a flying fuck. So that's right. That being said, thank you for joining me tonight, sir. And that's what we had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms at I Had to Say It podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program things i've talked about there are some links available for some merch that we're working on and there are ways to contact us there as well and thanks for listening and i look forward to talking to you again soon